Welcome to the Noblate Podcast, State Reality. I'm Tom Barbelay, and this evening I'm going to talk about Noblate Philosophic. I've spent a bit of time through these podcasts talking about various bits of documentation associated with the development, but Noblate Philosophic is the concise and relatively helpful view with regards to the background principles in the Noblate simulation development. What motivated the Noblate simulation development? You go to the original manuals for that. But in terms of the kind of meat and veg of the simulation development, the ideas and the methodology, Noblate Philosophic provides that information. Interesting sideline story. I was chatting with Pedro a few days ago, and he mentioned a discussion that he'd had with a fellow online about what this Noblate development was all about. In fact, this conversation was the inspiration to this podcast more than anything. Pedro noted that the fellow had said he'd read Noblate Philosophic, but having read that, he wasn't sure how the particular agents were controlled. And my response back to Pedro was, well, he didn't look at the current manuals for the simulation, because that obviously explains through ApeScript how the agents can be controlled, although the hard-coded agent control is still within the simulation itself. So, having developed the uh, simulation for more than 10 years now, my view has always been that documentation is just a complete black hole. I wrote the documentation detailed initially, and only a certain group of users read it. I wrote a concise version of the documentation, again, certain group of users wanted more. I put more information online, particularly programming information per request, a lot of people read it, but I got no feedback. And now the situation is that the documentation associated with Noble Ape is spread out over a few different documents and now a suite of podcasts. And the feedback I gave to Pedro was, I cannot be changing the development in some regard based on people that aren't interested in using the simulation. I've come to this realisation in many years of development that people say, I read something and I'm not going to look at it. You know, I'm not going to look any further. There's no way you can motivate people to look any further. The development that you can do only relates to people that are already interested, already motivated, already using the software. And moving people from that initial reading to actually downloading the software can be quite ethereal. There are a number of reasons people use software, and without getting too deeply into that idea, it's very difficult to say, here's someone who hasn't done anything, they've looked at one document and walked away. If that document was better or had more information, what would they do? Well, the conclusion is that they'd walked away. So what more would motivate them? Well, they didn't look at any other documentation, and it's almost impossible to lay out some kind of causal argument about how things are done. So as an open source developer, I put back to Pedro that I'm investing my time currently in podcasts, funnily enough, and other means of evangelizing the Noble Ape development and getting people interested in artificial life in a kind of broader scheme of things. To this end, Gerald de Jong has produced a splendid podcast, another splendid podcast from Gerald. If you're not on the Darwin at Home podcast, I thoroughly recommend you subscribe. Darwinathome.org will give you the method of subscription. I think they're available through iTunes as well. I've included a number of links through to his site. I will do so again in these show notes. I am talking about Noble Ape Philosophic. The history of this document was that I wrote the original manuals and then the original manuals were so completely overwhelming and so completely scattershot in some regard that it was very difficult to say to people, this is why the Noble Ape simulation is the way it is. You also need to appreciate, because I didn't take a single idea, because I wasn't taking, you know, Daniel Dennett or Richard Dawkins or... Sartre or Foucault or any philosophic work or philosophical theorist and saying, 
you know, this simulation is based on this philosopher's work and this philosopher alone. I had to create a fundamental document that was easily accessible, that people would read relatively quickly, that would give them the essence of the philosophical motivation and the practical motivation behind the mobile app development. And fundamentally, the development was based on this idea that you take a view of the external world and you form a view internally of this and then through a variety of mechanisms you create a society based on that. And I think these components came together in the Noble Ape development relatively well. I'll go through the various components of Noble Ape philosophy and comment on them uh, sporadically, but the last link between language and the creation of society, as you know from listening to these podcasts, is a relatively contemporary development in Noble Ape. So when I come to that, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more on that. But really, the other purpose of Noble Ape Philosophic was to kind of, for people not familiar with philosophy or what the mechanisms were, particularly computer science folk, these kind of people, I had to really give a kind of philosophy 101 in Noble Ape Philosophic as well. So I started by talking about the difference between internal and external. And Noble Ape explicitly said simulates the external stuff but allows the internal stuff to evolve and this is an important distinction particularly when you talk about ideas of space and time because these both have external realities and internal perceptions of space and time. From the external reality that was a defined space and obviously a defined time vision and really here this is all the senses it's not just vision but vision is just the descriptive sense takes in this information and forms what I call an identity, which is really in some regard the brain simulation, possibly additional components of the brain simulation, things like the neurons and the interaction within the brain simulation form the identity. But the identity is fluid, it's not a fixed thing. It's something that evolves over time as the vision information is passed in. And this develops a very abstract idea of what space and time is internally. The other core components to the identity is fear and desire. And these are actually defined mathematically. The fear is an instantaneous reactive component which is represented basically in the changes over time of individual parts of the brain simulation. And desire is a long-term evolution, a kind of putting points in time, you know, I want to buy this car in the future, or uh, I want to move to such and such a location, or I like sushi, so I want to go out and have sushi in the future. These kind of ideas are a part of the identity, and they're long-term, evolving in some regard, but typically reinforcing, whereas fear is very reactive and a survival instinct fundamentally, although it's arguable that desire is also a survival instinct. A desire to eat food that you like is inherently a survival instinct, if not taken to an extreme. So these were the components of the identity, and from the identity, some kind of language gets created, and this is what I've talked about in the kind of purest form of language in the noble ape simulation where the simulation entities, the noble apes, actually construct a view of language over time that evolves as referential, uh, maybe groups of apes on one island have a, a particular language, another group of apes on another island have another language, and this kind of language produces in some regard a society. And the idea of the combination of referential aspects of space, which have obviously been internalised in the way they're described, things like the diet, the food that's accessible, if there's not a lot of accessible food, how will the language and the society evolve because of this, 
These are the kind of ideas that I really wanted to simulate with the Nodalite simulation. This was the core of it. It wasn't a genetic simulation. It wasn't more traditional artificial life, the cellular automata. It was creating an artificial society and seeing how the low-level effects, the very basic components like space and time and the absorption of this information and the kind of evolution of movement through these environments that the noble apes have would actually create societies that were put together with language and maybe even longer-term emergence. And this is what has interested me through the whole noble ape development is the ability to get to a point where these ideas become emergent and produce far more than was originally posited either in the original manuals or Nobelite Philosophic. But Nobelite Philosophic provides these guidelines of this is what I think will happen, these are the stepping stones that move between what is a relatively abstract simulation into something that is in some degree intelligible. And whilst things like visualization and the ability to actually see the apes eating, things like that, are not even really evident in the contemporary simulation, I wanted to show people very quickly that there were underlying ideas that I was working towards. And rather the original manuals that are kind of overwhelming and kind of produce a lot of these ideas in a scattershot, my original aim was to produce a series of documents, Nobelite Philosophic, Nobelite Mathematic, Nobelite Perhaps Psychologic, Nobelite Biologic, all these kind of components in similarly printed out to five pages at most, basically, just so people could have a look at them and know immediately what's going on. I have drafted a Nobelite Mathematic. I wrote a Nobelite Mathematica probably around the same time frame, 97, mid-97, that I wrote Nobelite Philosophic. However, I've, re I've started a new one for Nobelite Mathematic because I think this is something that a lot of people currently ask questions about in the simulation. How do you actually simulate the brain? What is the underlying mathematical principles that you're using there in terms of desire and fear? How is the weather simulated? You know, all the mathematical components that go in the simulation, even visualization components, things like oscillate. People have questions about that. And although I've written about some of that through, for example, the IEEE article, which is still available online, I think I'm not sure if they're still chatting. They were chatting $15 for a period of time for the article, which I thought was a bit overpriced, but, you know, it's, it's theirs to sell. So all these ideas come together in various bits of documentation. It might be useful to create a super document in the future. My only concern with the super document is the kind of users that use Noble Ape and are interested in particular areas and not others, and actually cruising through a super document, actually getting readers to get to, you know, chapter 16 that deals with their particular interest, is a little bit problematic, and I thought maybe individual documents would be a better way to go. The Noble Ape Mathematic document isn't that long. It's shorter than Noble Ape Philosophic. The mathematical principles in Noble Ape are, are pretty simple. And they were designed to be pretty simple because ultimately I had to maintain it. And I had to maintain it in a kind of relatively leveling degree of complexity. I couldn't see the complexity going up even at a linear rate. It had to keep relatively stable in that regard. Anyway, all this stuff can be described in a future podcast. If you have any questions, tom at noble8.com. I wanted to put something else out in the podcast. I have ordered a copy of I Was, Wozniak's biography. I don't know whether or not my 18 months' worth will appear in the book. However, once I have read it, I'm going to give it away to a podcast listener because I just like giving away books. So if you're interested in getting a very lightly read copy of I Was, uh, email me, tom at noble8.com. Let me know you'd like my copy. First come, and I'm sure there's just going to be a, a flurry of interest on it, 
Uh, drop me an email, tom at nodelate.com. I will cover postage. You will get the book. You may even get some other things, like maybe a Nodelate sticker or maybe a copy of the original manual thrown in just to get rid of it, my last one. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Look forward to you tuning into the next podcast. Oh,